Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. Before y'all came, I was telling them that for 30 years I had prayed that whoever's the, this, my group, whoever's my family, my sons and daughters, I have, I have prayed that we would be of one mind, because that's the scripture, that's the calling of Jesus. That is the scripture's demand of New Testament belief. We are of one mind. And that has been easier than I thought it would be. Because when you pray it, you get it. When you try to do it, you don't get it. But I'm amazed how one in spirit we really are. People have come and gone. People have come in without that, that coming into us. We've had, had them come in to rule and come in to ravage and come in to kill. All kind of different things. But we, we, are as, we are linked. And this room is a beautiful picture of the circle. Nobody's higher than the other. Nobody's lower than the other. And don't you dare think that you can't be in this magnificent visitation of God. I had visions for years that there would be people coming here. By the hundreds, perhaps. And there's only one thing we have to do to receive. We just receive Receive the cards and let the scriptures be received as you read them and become a good receiver, which takes the most incredible humility. The lowest level of humility is that I have to receive everything. God has to do everything, and I don't get, I don't get to do it and don't get any credit for it because it's not, it's not me. It's, I can say before you that he gives me the words that are written. And he writes them on what I have lived. But they are his words of expression. And I'm begging for that. I'm right, going on the 6th. I'll have 10 days to work on the manuscript for the war that's already won. And I am so changed by studying that and praying that until I know this nation, Satan's plans, have already been distorted. There's no, there's no Satan. Mm -mm. If we can grasp that, that absolute, it's an absolute. He's not partially defeated. He's not going to be defeated. He has been defeated, completely stripped of any armor. He has no weapons but a lie. And you and I are subject to that assault all the time. And our war is against the lie and not against the enemy, because the enemy is dead. But we have to give the, the power of belief to the enemy before he can touch anything. Did that make sense? We have the authority. I have given you, behold, I have given you authority over all demonic principalities and powers, and nothing shall in any wise harm you. That's something to receive, because it's been accomplished on the cross. The title of the book I want it to be, The One War, W-O-N. And in, in my exposure to Christianity, I knew from the beginning somehow, do y'all remember me telling the story about having to hop up on a chair? Do you remember that story? 
uh, oh, I, I felt so inadequate about warfare. I was probably been with the Lord five years, maybe. So I was ready to be taught warfare. And there was someone invited me to a teacher who was an expert on warfare. And so, boy, I put on my boot, running boots, and I was ready to go. And I, she couldn't have had a more avid student than me. I was like this, at last. So she describes the armor and the bride, and she says, Okay, do you pretend to put on your army boots and put your foot down and stomp it? That's your uh, salvation, shoes of salvation. Now stand up and put on your helmet. Everybody put on their helmet. And I went, Really? Then she says, Now jump up on your chair and declare that whatever. We, everybody jumped up on their chair. And she said, Now take your sword and wield it against the enemy. And so they started doing this. And I sat there and went, Uh uh. And the one next to me said, Aren't you going to stand on your chair? <gasps> I said, No. And I, I only was, the only thing I could think was, Jesus already did it. What are you doing? He's already conquered it. Another woman, very, very religious, said she told her, child, her son to jump in the water and swim the length of the pool and take ground for Jesus. And I went, oh, honey, are you deluded? First of all, you sent him on a delusion, a lie. And you made him think that he has a job to do to conquer Satan, be in a wrestling match with Satan. So, and I knew even back then as a new believer that that was not only wrong, it was blasphemous because it eliminated the cross. And the cross is the picture of Satan's death, not just Jesus. Because in, that, in the cross, Jesus Christ swallowed death. Do y'all remember I saw that? I had a vision about it. I was right there. And, and it was the most horrible suffering when he swallowed death, but he took death out from us. And we, when we, we're going to die like Don. There is no death. He conquered that. He swallowed that and took it. And when we die, we won't experience. He promised, if you'll stay in my word, you will never experience death. That's not that death won't come after you. When I was at my sickest, I knew I was fighting, not just not to be healed, just to live. I wanted to just be done with it, and that's the lie that I knew the enemy was throwing at me and, and, and cursing me with. Just go on. Just go on and die. Wouldn't it be easier? You've done enough. I said, no, I want to live. And eventually he gave me, he gave me the strength to want to live. And so the battle is life or death, but the battle is, only consists of a lie, and that's what I want this book to convey. That all you do is refuse the lie. And I've had things, kind of pictures appear to me about things that bad could happen. Do you ever have that? And the first time it happened, I, I saw one of my boys playing soccer. And he got severely hurt in his stomach. And like hospital, really a critical emergency. And I went... Oh, no. Oh, I bet that's Satan. No, that's not going to happen. He, I go to pick him up, and I say, how was your day? It's okay. I got hit in the stomach, but it's fine. 
And God did that kind of thing to show me that those pictures that come are the attempts like the serpent in the garden. Oh, God has not said that you will die. You will not surely die. He'll either get you to go to one extreme or the other. And you have to be willing and able to, to know what voice you're listening to. Because it's only a voice. That's all Satan had in the garden was a voice. He could speak. That's all he can do. All he can do is lie. So, he's easy to defeat. And all these books about warfare, da-da-da-da-da, mine is going to be stark, simple. He's, it's done. It's the, the, you're fighting war that's already won. No. All you do is, is guard. Scripture's uh, shocking to me when it says, don't let anyone steal your crown. Don't let anyone take from you. That means they can but I believe it's only the enemy, by a lie, can take it from you. And he has to take it with your consent. And that's how simple the warfare is. And the more I'm in it in the scriptures, the more I'm writing it, the more I know there is nothing that we can't rule and reign over, including this nation's ills, if we realize that the devil is done. He has no power. He is defeated. He's defeated against this nation. We're not struggling with Satan. We're struggling with the lie. And once we see the lie is that Satan has power, then we're done for. But if we stand on the ground, he has no power. What Jesus took from him was the power of death. He took it away from him, and he took away the keys that were get trans given to him by Adam and Eve, the keys of the kingdom. About my mother's death, he said, I hold the keys to hell and death. I took your mother. Nobody lives or dies but by God. And anything other than that is the enemy. And the reason the Lord had to tell me that was that I had struggled over her death for many years. And when it came to meet God about it, he said, I took her, and it's good. Now thank me. And it was good. I know now. I understand now what I never would have understood before. That God was ordaining my identity. And that was part of it. So, I covet your prayers for the book. As Joan prophesied over me, it's already written. And it is. It's, but it's, it's got to be put together over many years. And... Uh, but I want it to be that simple. Hello, the war has already been won. What are you fighting? Just a lie. And with the substance of a lie, there is no substance except what we give it. So we are getting together in order to receive. And we've been called by what we're getting let us therefore receiving a kingdom that is firm and stable and cannot be shaken. I receive that kingdom. Whatever that means, I don't know. I don't need to know. All I need to know is I am receiving a kingdom. So do you see this is evolving? It's evolving. It's becoming. We are children sitting around and letting Jesus equip us for these days and to deny 
but that Satan is unconquerable. Our job as Ecclesia, what is it? Ecclesia? <laughs> it's not it. Ecclesia. I never heard that word till right recently. Ecclesia. We're the Ecclesia. And we're going to have united together as in one, with one head, with one mind, Jesus. And we're going to be able to shut down the enemy's works by simply demanding it. It's not that I'm looking forward to that power and that battle. But I want to fulfill, as he promised in here, what he, he's begun with us. And I don't, want to, I don't want souls to miss it if, they're, if we are responsible. So we, we, I want us to just say we take our place. I receive my place in the end times. I don't know what it is. I receive. Oh, thank you. I receive your will for me and for this group. And I'm committed to your will and your will alone. So, do you see what a mighty force spiritually this could be? We're just, we're, we're ordinary people. Some, some of us more ordinary than the others of us. <laughs> Who can get upset over a think spot or something. This is what it is. And this is what you can receive. Ah, this is it. Oh, this is it. I thank you, Father that you've hidden it from the wise and intelligent. And you have revealed it to babes. And the implication in the scripture is that Jesus was delightfully happy and, and so excited that this is what the Father had done. Instead of taking it to the Yale graduate, he brings it to the, the little shepherd and the whatever, the, to babes. So I want the, that revelation. Revelation is the most exciting thing in Christian life, a second to the uh, presence of Jesus. But revelation is, I'm going to tell you the secrets of God, Martha. I'm going to give you, I'm going to show you what other people don't even know. And I want you to share it. And that's what he wants for every one of you. That you would have the light of revelation and the secrets of God whispered in your ear. That, that is, the babes are going to, the babes are it. The babes are going to lead the, lead the parade. Because we are the ones who can, the simple, ordinary life, Joan's always talking to me about an ordinary life. I have an ordinary life. And that's where God comes and uses. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from GetAlongWithGod.com and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At Shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy and LivingChristianBooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.